Pioneers at Work, Episode 5. Welcome, my friends, and grab your gear because we're going to get to work today. I am really excited to introduce an amazing guest, my friend and pioneer, Andrea Pagnosi. Now, Andrea has been a noteworthy pioneer in sales, marketing, and training leaders in their role as they move forward in their careers. She's in the life sciences industry and is also the first woman in her family to start her own business, Flint Coaching. Andrea, I am so excited to have you on Pioneers at Work, and I know that this is going to be an energizing and thought-provoking conversation for my listeners. I am so grateful to share this space with you, Ellen. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, oh, my pleasure. You and I chatted it up the other day about the concept of tribe, and we both thought, hey, this would be a great topic for this podcast. So here we are, and I'm really curious about how your tribe has helped you as a pioneer in Trailblazer. You know, it's funny that you mentioned this because at post our conversation, I really, the topic resonated with me, but I really had to sit back and be thankful for my tribe and realize how much it has influenced me. I've been 26 years in a vastly male-dominated industry where I was a very young entrepreneurial salesperson who had some success, and I had an excellent group of professional males and females that kind of catapulted me, believed in me, supported me. And on the personal front, people behind me, family, friends, colleagues, mentors, that really were responsible for helping me achieve leadership position very early in my career uh, when A, women and B, 20, 30-something people were not fashionably leaders. So I really have my tribe to thank for that. It's not just my performance. It was the people around me that made me believe I could do it. And I remember as well that in my early years of leadership that I did have people who I didn't, the word tribe, you know, I have to say, did not resonate with me. At that point, when someone said, oh, you, you need to find people to support you. I, I was in management. I was an executive. I'm like, you're like, what are you talking about? I, I work with people around me all the time. Understanding that concept of tribe actually just resonated me, with me in the last couple of years once I started my own business and really started thinking about who are these people that support me. And so I think it's fascinating that you were able to really hone in on that early in your career. Today, if you listen to motivational speakers like Jim Rohn, his take on tribe, which is the five people who you spend the most time with, that's your core tribe, right? And then you have this sort of peripheral tribe around you. That's your community. It's your professional peers. It's your, the civic leaders that may surround you. It's, it's anything but family. So it's really evolved over time, this definition of tribe. And what transpires throughout your life, I think, the definition changes as well. I know my tribe early in my career were probably people that were building me up, giving me support where I needed it. Today, it's maybe more on the peer level where there are people who, yes, they support me, but I support them as well. And so you have that core group, but then you have the peripheral group as well to help you function. 
which in a COVID world is even more important, I think. COVID just get, is so complicated in the way that is impacting our ability to communicate and really connect with people, right, like you said, that are in, even in our immediate tribe. And then you have that next layer out and trying to maintain this connection in COVID. And so when you think about tribe, I'm really curious, how do people identify like who's in their tribe? Yeah, I think for me, it comes down to four things, four questions you should ask yourself when you look at the people who surround you. The first thing I would ask myself is really, do you admire the people that are around you? Are these people that you want to emulate? Do they bring fire? Do they bring energy? Do they light a spark in you when your spark is low? Um, the second thing I would ask myself is, do you feel at your best when you're with these people? Even if it's on a Zoom meeting, I can feel the energy between us. Like just saying, hi, Ellen, you know, it's, there's that feeling of this is going to be great. I am going to learn something from this and it's going to be meaningful time spent. And if you can't answer that, and every time the phone rings and you see their number, do you forward them to, to voicemail? Or is this something that you're eager to be with and be around? The third thing I would ask myself is, do you feel energetic when you leave these people? So if you spent time, I know when we get off this podcast, I'm going to look forward to the next time I talk to you. I'm going to feel energized for the rest of my day. But there are people that when you leave them, it's a time suck. You're like, every ounce of my being has been sucked through my soul, right? They're not the right people to have in your tribe. The fourth thing I would think of is, are they as much a priority to me as I am to them? Do, are they there for me when I need the most to pick me up when I fall? And am I there for them? Do I make the time to be present in their lives? Am I making too much time? If any of the answers to these four questions are negative in nature, it doesn't mean that you extricate them from your life. It just means that you reprioritize the time you spend with ones where people where those answers are more positive. Does that make sense? Because there's people in our lives that served a purpose 20 years ago and out of sheer friendship should remain in your life. You don't need to 86 them, but they may be the Debbie Downer today that you don't need to be around 24 seven. You, the purpose in your life may be to lift them up. And that's the twist. It's not just about asking those four questions about your own tribe, but flip the scales. Can those people say the same of you? I know you're a big believer in this, but I often pull to the phrase, energy attracts like energy. So you need to be emoting the same amount of energy towards your tribe as they do to you. Totally agree with everything you just said. That's one of my favorite like principles is this energy attracts like energy. And if you have a positive outlook and you're around other people with this positive outlook, positive energy, it's going to help move you and them both forward in a really engaging way. It's an uplifting attitude for the way you live your life and the way you pioneer and move forward. And especially around the fact that I like, like you, I love analogies. And, and I've talked to you, you and I've talked about this before. The battery is like my favorite one. And I agree with you. If you're around people and your battery is being drained, man, that's really hard. In fact, you're using so much energy just to have a relationship with some of these people that you don't have any energy to spare to serve yourself or others as well. However, when you're around those people that increase 
the charge on your battery that builds you up, that helps you move forward and achieve those results that you really want to try to achieve, whether it's at home or at work. And especially as a pioneer, you really need those people with you to blaze trail and break down barriers that are going to charge your battery and keep you moving forward. I agree with that 100%. And so when you think about that, and, you know, finding these people, like, where do you go? Andrea, I'm curious, like, you know, where do we go to find people that charge our batteries? You know, I, I think there's a lot of different facets to where to go, but the most favorite is within yourself. What about you are you passionate about? Are you passionate about nature? Are you passionate about uh, the Crown, which just dropped its new season on Netflix. And I, and I <laughs> Don't tell that. me anything about it because I have not watched it yet. <laughs> but if, you know, what I, my point is, whatever your passion, wherever it lies, you should be around people who have the same passions. That's a good place to start to find your tribe. Um, but if it's a positive thing where you feel at your best, where you feel at your most comfortable, where you're your best you, that's the best place to start. If you have people who, when you're doing your best and are at your best, demoralize you, don't support you, don't say anything nice, there are those people. Again, you may be friends with them for years and years, and they may be on your peripheral tribe for whatever reason. But the people who are closest to you need to be the people who champion you at your best. That's the best place to start is with your passions. What that brings to mind as you talk about that is being in a corporate environment or even being an entrepreneur and being out there, you know, the people that you surround yourself with as you're trying to be the first in whatever you're trying to achieve. And for many women, are, we're in roles where we're the first to be either a business owner or we're first in an executive role. And really honing into, as we work, who are those people lifting us up? And I know, in fact, it's not unusual in, in certain structures for there to be people with a really low battery that you're working with. As, I, as we talked about, energy attracts like energy. If you're surrounded with other people in your work area, in your work culture that are on a low battery, chances are, if you don't have a conscious awareness of, of that, you're going to get a low battery too. You're going to have an attitude of, I can't, I don't like change. There's no growth here. Mm -hmm. And you will unfortunately, start adopting some of the behaviors and attitudes of the people around you. And so bringing that consciousness to the forefront for yourself helps you realize that, okay, I'm in this situation. One, I'm conscious of it. And two, I got to go find people. Mm -hmm. I got to find people that are going to lift me up in this circumstance so I can figure out how to keep a positive and energetic outlook and potentially even change this culture that I'm in. I mean, I'm going to make a change or I'm going to help put change in place, but I got to find those people that are going to keep my battery up because if the people around me battery is low, I've got to really make sure I'm focused on that. Absolutely. I mean, you make a great point. When we're on the workplace, very often we can't choose our tribe there. It's chosen for us, right? So you're spending the bulk of your week with people that you may not choose for your tribe. You have got to approach it from an awareness standpoint as a pioneer to rise above, to say, what can I learn from this situation? What can I discern from this individual and compartmentalize just that component? I have to work with this person. 
I have to learn from this person. This person provides value here, but they're not part of my tribe. My tribe is what will pick me up after a draining week with that other person, <laughs> but help me, help me to learn and discern the value of what I've been through. Even the people outside of your tribe, there's a value in what you can learn from them. And it can actually strengthen and better appreciate your tribe. So your point on awareness is spot on. Yeah. So when you think about things that we need to leave this listener with, and you gave really four great points earlier, um, what are their thoughts are, do you think about tribe that would be really impactful for the people that listen to this podcast who really are people who help their blazing trail? I think the COVID world is one that I want to leave people with. The workplace dynamic has changed. Oftentimes our workplace is in front of a camera and many of them during the day or on a conference call. So when you blaze trails, it's not as noticeable as when you're going into an office but it can be even more provocative to think about how you can position your tribe to champion you in a COVID world that can really celebrate your successes with you when it's a weird place we find ourselves in, right? I really think we, I find myself leaning on my tribe more in the day-to-day as a mother whose kids are going to school remotely as a wife who's now working shoulder to shoulder with her husband, who's also working from home and finding peace and understanding and respect for each other that we've got to be quiet. Mommy's recording a podcast or mommy's on a call or something like that. I find that my tribe has become more important and I find that I appreciate them more because of what, if there's anything positive to discern from, from this COVID pandemic we find ourselves in is that tribe gets you through these times and it also celebrates your successes. So lean on them, lean into the people who share your passions and you will be so much better off for it from an energy standpoint. It's really interesting because when you think about tribe and as a pioneer and trailblazer, you know, we're so used to like, you know, moving forward and sometimes, you know, making sure that we're turning around and saying to the people behind us, you know, also, how can I engage you more and take advantage of what you have to offer in order to, one, build them up, build up their battery, right? Because we're really empowering them here. You know, you can do that. And at the same time, it's sort of a way for us to say like, you know what? I don't have all the talent. I don't have all the answers either. The only way we're successful is to move forward together and really support each other. And I think that's so empowering when you, when you can understand the impact that that has on not only yourself, but also on the people that you're leading and how you can help through engagement and through empowerment, you build them up, you, build, you charge their battery and you also charge your own. I just, that's really resonates with me. Absolutely. The contact with the who you have contact with is very important. I find a lot of women as well right now in the workplace who have been pioneers, first people in their family to graduate college, first people in their family to be executives, are now because of COVID having to make the conscious decision to work out of their home or take a break from their career even because of remote schooling their kids and things like that. I want to say to all of you, don't let it discourage you. Let your tribe value the decisions you're making right now. Lean on them for um, some time away from 
the work a day or the decisions that you're having to make, let them fuel you, recharge your batteries, like you said, with the knowledge that you are still very much the pioneer, that this is a journey you're on, that there's a belief that you will succeed despite this and, and actually rejuvenate and, and regain consciousness even stronger than you left it prior to the pandemic. I truly believe that. It, re- it just brings to my mind the importance as a leader to really, at, at some points, show your emotional human side. Show that in times of challenge that you're, you, know, you have your own challenges, whether it's as a woman leader with children at home, trying to balance both the responsibilities of your employment, balances responsibilities of child raising. A lot of women had, have sacrificed their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to care for the families. There are a lot of groups that have been adversely affected by COVID, who we surround ourselves with that can champion us. It is so important. Surround yourself with a diverse community. You will learn, you will grow, um, because diverse backgrounds, diverse points of view are what help us to to learn from each other and to, to be that much more wise in the process. That's so true. I mean, really take advantage of trying to increase just overall our connection to people and in a very large and diverse community, really reach out and try to make um, new connections. And there's one little point that actually I wanted to, to touch on because this is a really great conversation is especially for people who are entrepreneurs, they're pioneers and they are in business in whatever shape that takes for you. And that doesn't, it could be nonprofit business. It could be a regular business. It's something that you're employed to do. And it can even be in your community. You know, we talk a lot and you hear this term a lot, networking. And I just want to make sure people realize that networking has a place. It has a place and a purpose and it helps you to connect to people within, could be your industry, it could be within your community, and you create this network of acquaintances, people that you know. And it's really, the networking is like what I like to call a conversation. You have conversations with people. A tribe is different than a networking. A tribe are those people that really build you up, that charge your battery, that support you. And I think Andrea, you having those that the analogy of the circle, you know, you have that small circle of five or six people, and then you have that net next circle, which is in the community. You know, your network can be vast. It can be global or it can be in your town. Either way, you also have you have these third ring of acquaintances and people that you know. And so there's really a difference between, for me, networking and a tribe. Does that resonate with you, Andrea? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think your network helps to position you maybe even organically in career, and it helps to leverage you as a pioneer. But it's the people, energy is only as good as its sustainability, Right which is why your battery analogy is so excellent because you have to have a constant recharge. You have to, there's no eternal flame inside of all of us. It's a lot easier to douse it than it is to keep it lit. So you, the core group of individuals that you consider your tribe should be the ones that, oh, the battery went down, got to recharge it for you. Oh, the light went down. And maybe even again to the word organic, they see it happening. Oh, I know Ellen Friday at, 11 a.m., 
she needs a phone call from me. She needs that boost. You know, it's, it's those people that, that are much more integral to our success and to our sustainability as human beings and that raise our energy levels. Uh, I agree with you fully. And you know, what's really interesting is that in fact, one of the benefits of having a network is once in a while, you're going to find out there that little gem of a person who is then going to be come into my tribe. Yeah. I really, I mean, like you and I, right? I mean, right. we, I mean, the fact that our paths cross was amazing. And now we're in a, where we have our own little tribe going on. I mean, it's fantastic. So with that, I want to say, Andrew, it's been so much fun having you on Pioneers at Work. And I really want to make sure that people know how they can get in touch with you if they want to like learn more about you. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I can be reached at www dot flint coaching llc all one word flint f-l-i-n-t coaching llc.com and um it's been great sharing this space with you today. I think you're doing great things. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for being part of my tribe. And Andrea, thanks so much for being here and being part of this empowering conversation. Hi, my friends. 2021 is around the corner. Are you ready for yourself or organization to increase your focus, gain more clarity, and energize your battery? Hey, let's schedule a chat over coffee. You can do that by going to my website, www.m, the letter M, poweredus.com. That's mpoweredus.com. And we can sit down and have a chat and talk about your goals for 2021.